0: Welcome to the Shelter Footycast. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, taking you through all the big stuff in the AFL of the week gone by and coming up ahead, Skeeter. We've got a Patreon now, mate. Are you excited? I've never heard the term Patreon, but I'm on board with you, Scoey. If you take me to the promised land, I'm there. VIP content, discounts and much more. Backchatstudios.com.au to sign up as a VIP. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Here we go, the Shelter Footycast live from Backchat Studios. Had some feedback last week. It might have been Skeet's first F-bomb on the podcast. We don't know. He doesn't want to make a habit of it, but that's okay. Uh, the Southern River Band boys out of Thornley there with the intro music. We have to keep cutting it short because you know what's up. Uh, Skeeter, how are you, Shelter Footycast?
1: Yeah, good on the, uh, you, for just dropping me into that. No, I always try and think hey, that if it's we're doing words. So- Publicly, yes. that uh, would you like? Well, my mum's Bernadette, your mum's Jan. Yes. Uh, if would they really you like know. to be listening to to us? Um, no, no, exactly. So, particularly, <laughs> particularly on that basis, I try and minimise it. I know you're in that era where you just 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 roll with any language that comes out of your mouth, but I'm probably a bit more, um, a bit more eloquent, and maybe just uh, say save the. The swearing for really important moments like the one that you hit me up with last week. (laughs) Mark,
0: you weren't happy with it. What would you know? You've never played footy. Uh, Mark Redding is the eloquent media uh, operator here with us, of course. Will Schofield with you. Uh, Follow us on socials, Shelter Footycast. Uh, you can watch us on YouTube, listen to us as a podcast. You're doing one of those right now, so you know that. Send us an email, footycast at au. Skeeter, I don't know if you've hit one of these at all, but we've got the Bottle Mart Ruffy of the Week this week. I already know mine. I'm just telling you right now. So you can start your footy weekend at Bottle Mart, grab your shelters where Bottle Mart has you covered. I already know what it is. Like it's and no This brainer. is
1: exactly what you said this time last yep. week, and it was West Coast to beat Carlton. They fell one hundred and nine <laughs> points
0: short. They beat my one hundred and eight, so they fell one hundred and nine points short of your prediction. Well what have you done? You keep picking. You keep like there'll be like a dollar ninety versus a dollar ninety four, and you take the dollar ninety four as a ruffie. I got on your champion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll surprise you this morning. Okay, can't wait. Eloquent Mark Reddings. Um Let's get into the big issues of the week. Tazzy team is confirmed. We've banging on about this a little bit. Um, Albanese did the announcement and ducked off to Carl Sanderland's wedding. I saw some um, footage of that, actually. It looked so awkward. They don't even know each other. Yeah. Like, he was holding um, Sanderland's baby, he was just there to get photos. Yeah. How, how do you rock up at a wedding just to get publicity yeah, politicians. photos? It's ridiculous.
1: Albo's... Yeah. It's oh, been he's popular, but he's, he's losing a bit of his. Uh, <laughs> so like, let's
0: head down to Sandalands's wedding. That'll win it back.
1: Yeah. Um. God. Back to Tassie. Yes. Um. I think. We're talking about names and colours. Green's got to be... I mean, it's got to have that, that, that state team look about it. It can't be called the Islanders. I no. put this up on Twitter and it went bonkers. Just go Devils or whatever it is. Get the Warner Brothers thing sorted and surely they can call themselves the Tassie Devils or the... I don't know if that's
0: how IP trademark law works. Like, oh, a bit of goodwill. You know what I mean? Like, if, if Warner Brothers own a trademark, they're going to be oh, just go for it. Yeah, you guys can have the Tassie Devils. I don't think... I don't think it's going to be the devils. No, you're probably right. But mind you, there's a bit of Travis Kelsey. Whatever we say here is going to be Travis Kelsey
1: <laughs> incorporated involved. Yeah, it. In. Um, but no, it's exciting for them. And there's a lot of question marks and parochially from a WA perspective, Fremantle West Coast. I don't know it's you know 28. Is, is
0: 28 too far away? Just seems a long way off to to crank it up. So went through every Tasmanian listed player in the AFL right now. Yeah, seen that and. You know, like you know, Chase Jones is probably the best. You know, could be the best of the bunch. Adelaide player, not a, an amazing player right now, but five years time he could be yeah. a really. I good mean, player. Alex Pierce is the only one in. Yeah, the he's, he's going to be thirty three when he goes to Tassie. Yeah, if he goes, there. Ben Brown would be thirty five. Like there, there's there's guys, but they'd all be too old. I think there's there's no one that's like well, he's going to be the captain. You know, in five years time, so. It'll be interesting to see what the development in that state is over the next five years because, again, five years' time, it's a long time. You know, There may be a 14-, 15-, 16-, 17-year-old right now in Tasmania that is that real marquee player that we don't know about. Problem is, uh, even reading last week and just in brief, that the
1: 15s National Carnival, Tasmania, I'm led to believe, having read this, that they couldn't field a team. Right. Uh, and so they, they've got a lot of work to do. And I think if you're looking for year one, game one, Yeah. If you get five local Tasmanians yeah, on the side,
0: like, is that being re- uh, as I said? They don't realistic. need a team of Tasmanians. No, no. Like that's not going to make or break the side. But you
1: need four, yeah. four
0: or five. Yeah, they need a couple of guns from yep. Tasmania. Like you, not even five. If you get three really good players from Tassie, you hang your hat on that, and you, you build it with other good players from the. Like, I know Tasmanians are parochial as West Australians are, but you don't need a team of Tassie guys no. like. Like West Coast, West Coast had a team of West Australians because... Initially. Yeah, because I mean, it's a bigger state, but it, that moved on from that and yeah, I don't think they'll need that. But, but what, they, what will, from a local point of view, again,
1: is that the concessions are, are going to come their way um, yes. in 27, 28,
0: leading in. That's where footy clubs have to be really spot on with their You don't the want footy. to be having a terrible year coming. It was the same with Gold Coast yep. and JWS. So a couple of points on that. Press conference from Gil McLaughlin. He had some really interesting verbiage, I thought. He said, one thing's for certain that I know for sure, we will have an even team competition. He did not say we will have 20 teams by 2030. He did not mention the number 20. He just said an even competition. So I think he said that. He's a smart man, Gil. Right? He's run, Very run one of the biz- businesses for the last decade. I think he's left the door open for a merger there to bring it back to 18. I
1: think more merger than an addition because I, I don't think realistically, and I've had people say, you know, June up and you've got Busselton and all these, these ideas and, and Northern Territory. In our heart of hearts, do we reckon we need
0: a third WA team? On the shelter footy cast, of course we do, Skater. Down in Busso, put it right next to the shelter brewery no. down there. Put it on the water, put a roof over it. I mean, it tells you, you can do it. Why can't Busso do it? There you go, Skeeter. Um, now, uh, the other interesting point is you just made a bit around the concessions they're going to get. Um, Eddie McGuire speaking about it during the week. I thought, it, you know, he would know. Again, like Gil, Eddie, think what you like of him, incredibly smart businessman and operator, and he you know ran. Effectively, the biggest media organisation in Australia, Channel 9, and the biggest footy club in Australia, Collingwood. So he knows what he's talking about. Yep. He spoke about you don't want to be going really poorly coming into this year or a couple of years out. So, West Coast, for instance, he said, uh, he spoke what they should be doing at board level get in the room, shut the curtains, lock the door, let's sort this out right now. Otherwise, you're in the death zone. Yeah. So I, look, I, I don't think. No, does, in terms of planes, success. So I, I agree
1: with Eddie a little bit. I mean, you've got to look to the future. Yeah, so, so given what's happening with the Eagles this year, given what's happening uh, with the draft down the track, they just have to get things
0: right. It might, might be this year and next year to set themselves up for that period where they're going to be. And when you say get things right, you, you're you almost happy to get things wrong over the next two years and get Harley Reid into the club and these high-end draft picks. On Harley Reid, that's How good name, is he? isn't it? Yeah. Well, he looks amazing, but... The last twenty number one draft picks, only one of them over the last twenty years. You would have taken number one again after the fact, which is an interesting stat. I think it was Adam Cooney would have been the guy. Windsor Brownlow kind of stands himself alone in that two thousand and three draft. There's no one else. There's not one other player that you would have taken at one again. So Jameson Francis not going to at least be uh, considered. The last three years is a bit of a question mark. Yeah, we we don't know. We don't know right now. So that 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 was the stat I saw. The last twenty three had question marks these last three just gone but everything after that you would have taken a different player so i think it's a relevant stat that um you know in my draft for instance i think bryce gibbs was number one joel Selwood went at seven so he would be the best most credentialed player to come out of that tom hawkins was father son there was there was guys in our our, you know went deep Um, robbie gray was in the 50s 60s um you got guns that, you know, Bryce Gibbs was a good player, but he wasn't the best of that draft year. So number one isn't always the be-all and end-all. Ruben Jinby, shout out. He was a number one, but I think he has the potential to be the best in that draft. Uh, last one I just wanted to speak about as an overall thing before we get into the rest of the round, skater. I don't, like, don't look at me like Cause, that. You got Why you get a I just sense he's like a little... Well yeah, it is. Good you're you're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> AFL twenty-three out today. PlayStation game. You're gonna head down and buy that and give that a try. Out. Sorry? What is it? <laughs> ah, what PlayStation. Is- <laughs> PlayStation. Seriously? Are we twelve? Oh my god. When was the last time you played a console game? Uh Space Invaders. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, well those, yeah, mate, really, you're thirty-four years of age, grow ups going. Oh mate, I'm not going to buy it. I just wanted to know if you were heading down to the couldn't, shop. Store.
1: Couldn't care any less for anything else about playing PlayStation
0: fantasy footy. Again, I couldn't give a toss about fantasy footy. All right, so just mark this down, please, Jaden. We're gonna do a PlayStation of off with mark Redding's playing. Yeah. Let's Twitch. jump
1: in a plane, let's jump off a jetty, let's make a pizza, everything that I'm shot at.
0: Let's make a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! If you missed that, you can follow over at our YouTube. You see Mark Reddings getting absolutely butchering a pizza down at Shelter Brewing and uh, the kitchen there. Lovely staff though. We did appreciate that. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, Shelter Footy Cast. <laughs> well, let's get into the West Australian side of things, Skeeter. The last time I remember Richmond playing West Coast at the MCG, Jack Rewalt kicked <laughs> ten goals on me, and uh, <laughs> I've wiped that place from my memory. That's what's happening Saturday, eleven forty-five. Uh, uh, It's hard to talk this game up, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit of a stinker, really. I mean, Richmond's won one game, so has West Coast. They've got a draw under their belt, Richmond. But uh, uh, I don't know. Look, MCG, West Coast, last game, it doesn't bode well for them. But uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a bounce-back game from after, you know, I think probably games sort of building up in consistency and contested effort, and then they dropped right off in Colton. Maybe you see another uptick from a young side? Yeah, possibly. I mean, Dom Sheed... We
1: think we'll come back in yep. with that uh, that throat injury, and and outside of that, they're still pretty skinny, aren't they? Bazo's
0: out, SPS. So uh, uh, Samo, Francisco
1: Seaton, I'm, I'm, obviously he's got the suspension. I'm led to believe he might have even had a little procedure on his on his corky, just
0: right to drain the blood. I think so. I mean, that, you, that means I've, I've, That's I've had that before, and uh, it's not good if it's that at that stage. Yeah. Like that's, I, that's not a normal procedure. Yeah, so that, is that a two, three, four weeker? It can be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I, I missed six weeks with a corky, which is embarrassing. But mm. my, the blood got sucked between the layers of muscle. Um, Travis Kelsey probably having a shout out here, but uh, and and it and I couldn't get it out. And it was like when they speak about those car injuries, the you know car accident injuries. Jeremy McGovern had one of those in his yep. ribs and his stomach, similar thing. The the blood and it dies, but it stays in between the layers of your muscle. So that happened to my leg, and it just—I couldn't move my leg. So if he's getting it drained, it sounds similar.
1: Well, I've been told he's having a procedure now. Whether it's to that extent, but either way, he's going to miss this week. But uh, he's got TBC on on the injury list. So yeah, he's out of action. Eagles used at West Coast. Tell you what, you you just have to hope that they show some more spine than what they did against Carlton, because I mean Richmond are just going. Uh, Damien Harwick's got a team that's been hit by injury as well as West Coast. yeah, it's, it's a tough game to get excited about. Yeah,
0: I've asked uh, our man, Charlie, to put some perlers in the run sheet. You're probably diving for your email with all the stats, yes. Skeeter. Well, I'll read you a couple of the best ones. Richmond have the worst shot at goal accuracy of Poor. any team this season. 41% in front of the big sticks. And West Coast, they've conceded 7.9 points per game from centre bounce clearances. Ranked second defensively in the AFL. So they've got a Good defensive setup from their centre bouncers.
1: Now, very good. I'll give you one more. <laughs> Here we go. What do you got for us? <laughs> Tigers kicking efficiency 63% this season, the lowest percentage in the AFL. Really? And we, well, I know we, we talked about this, and you actually yeah. cleared it up for me. Kicking efficiency can be If you
0: think about the way Richmond play. That sums them up a bit. Right? Yeah. They're, they're, they're haphazard, knock-on, yep. play-on, they're kicking off the ground, and they turn it into a bit of a shit fight, right? That's what the efficiency yeah. thing. Oh, you know, look, I could be wrong, but when they were winning premierships, I reckon they would have been lower on kicking efficiency as well. But they don't really care about it. But just
1: and you, you probably know this, but I was told by um, Trent Cooper actually last week. I was, I was discussing this kicking efficiency and, and how Carl brought that up as being you know pretty important. Yeah. You you sort of had a different it, yeah. different angle. Coop um, said, kicking efficiency. If you kick forty meters to a contest, yes. that is a kicking efficient a kicking efficient. efficiency tick. Right. I didn't know. Did you know if he covers 40 metres and it what? goes to a contest? Right. That's yeah, an so efficient kick. Apparently, yeah. So, anyway, I think metres gained or whatever it is. I think it can be misleading the, the kicking efficiency element. But, anyway, Tigers have been shite. So to a West Coast in a lot of areas. Th-
0: that must that must be absolutely hell to code as a, as a stats totally. guy trying to, trying to figure out the difference meters. between 38 and 42 metres. No, no, totally.
1: But I was really intrigued yeah. and interested about the kicking efficiency and, and what you say in a footy club. Don't don't care, or not don't care. Not it's not a relevant. It's not a huge at, stat nah. that you look at. Yeah. Nah. Either way, the stat that will matter. Uh, you said that I should never tip the Eagles. No, you Richmond. I had to tip the Richmond, I tipped Richmond last week. You said yes. why you tipped them. I said well, I've got to tip them next week. They're playing the Eagles. So oh, you, that's I've got to tip Richmond.
0: Yeah. Why?
1: Because they're playing they're the sh- MCG. I just I saw
0: it. West Coast firsthand. Okay. Who are you chipping? Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> Fremantle play Hawthorn 5:30 PM Saturday Optus Stadium. It's a bloody Bottlemart Ruffie of the week. Start your footy weekend at Bottlemart. Grab your shelters where Bottlemart has you covered. I said it last week. I'm not picking Fremantle. Piss off. I pick Hawthorne, and I do believe this. I'm not just doing this for a ruffie. Hawthorne can beat Fremantle. They're strong around the footy. Fremantle have been horrid around the footy. I don't care if they get Nat Fife back this week. They're not playing him in the middle. We, we, we spent a whole pre-season here about Nat Fife the forward. So think what you like for our fans. He ain't playing in the middle. He may not even play AFL level. He could play Waffle. W- what reason do I have to pick Fremantle? Why would I pick them? Because well, they're at home. They played yeah. like shite at home, mate. They got beaten by North Melbourne at home. Mm. So why can't Hawthorne beat them? Tell me.
1: No, yeah. no, you make this is a game that they can easily drop. If um, they
0: and if they lose to Hawthorne, like Optus could be burnt to the crisp. Seriously, <laughs> like see you later. No, seriously, like if you if you lose to Hawthorne at home, you got big issues. Got a couple of issues as well. Sean Darcy did not complete
1: training saw yesterday. He looked a bit sore, and the issue we believe Brendan Cox also didn't complete it. So, yeah, they're um they're not in great shape. Their footy brand is has been picked to pieces. Um, saw Justin Lomu on the news the other night. He looks. Not beaten, he just looks oh, as if he's... But he's awesome, mate. You'd be you'd banging be, you'd be your head against the wall. Yeah, trying to I find think. answers. And and where's the spark going to come from? I mean, good, uh, good to hear that Andrew Brayshaw, the reason that he... Well, I'd say the reason he hasn't been at his best. He's still averaging 26 disposals. What, what is it? I saw Andrew... What is it? What's he been carrying? A, a knee of some sort. So, right. But he did... Look, the numbers... I mean, Caleb Sorong, I think, uh, possession-wise, averaging 29 or thereabouts. Hasn't kicked a goal this year. I did the numbers the other day. Andrew Brayshaw Andrew, averaging 26... Kick four goals. Hmm. So, look, hasn't been stellar. The damaging nature. You can, yeah, you yeah but that, he did reveal the knee injury sort of restricted him. He felt a lot better against Brisbane. So um, that that's the upside. I, I guess the question mark is against some of the the mid-range players that, that uh, the Fremantle have got, yeah, or, they're or younger in players. Yeah. They're lacking
0: depth. Johnson will be suspended this week, so Erasmus will likely yep. you know, come back in for him. Um, yeah, I, I think they lack depth. Uh, yeah, I keep talking about that. They're falling away. They've got Sarong and Brayshaw. Brayshaw's been a little bit below what we expect from him, but he's still having a good year. And then there's, you know, Brody was dropped. They've got Matty Johnson coming in and out, Erasmus coming in and out. Amir has been disappointing. Yeah.
1: When I say disappointing, maybe we're asking too much because it was considered the direct replacement for David
0: because he, he's the third midfielder right yeah. so you, you can't have your third midfielder coming in and having 40 you know no. like Sarong and Brayshaw are there to do that so he needs to play a role he'd be spending time in half forward he did a little yeah he's kicked a couple of goals moving forward but yeah
1: I, I maybe I was just uh fantasising about him, you know, when he's at his best at Hawthorne,
0: he'd be able to replicate that. It just hasn't been... you got to remember that they didn't want to trade Lloyd Meek. and it was no, a very, was a very, late. very late yeah thing True, and, fair cool. And, and so... They, they fell on his lap. They probably looked at it and thought, look, we're not chasing J- Jago Amira, but good player.
1: But is he stopping the development of an Erasmus and a Johnson by, by holding them out of a, a place in the team?
0: I don't know. Maybe, but... I don't. There's know.
1: a lot of there's a lot of issues I, at Fremantle. I see
0: Hawthorne winning this game. I know as I've said it a ruffie, but I, for me, it's not that much of a ruffie. Fremantle's in terrible shape. Um, they've been playing poorly, and if they don't win this game, that season over. See you later if it's not already. Who are you picking? I'm tipping Fremantle because uh,
1: I, you make a good case for Hawthorne. I just think Hawthorne can still fluctuate pretty pretty significantly. They were good against the Bulldogs for for the majority, but they they can still be a little fickle as well Fremantle,
0: I think. Fremantle will need to stop Mitch Lewis he had a big game in his first game back yeah and, a lot of and, shots and, at goals and and Fremantle been having trouble stopping Key Ford and I really rate him highly that if, he, if they can stop him, I think, think it goes a long way to, to winning the game. But if he, has a, if he has a day on the Fremantle key backs, I'll see you later. Well, it's it's a huge issue for them. And
1: I don't need a, a stat from the email to tell me this. That they, they're conceding a lot more points than last year. 100 points again last week against the Lions. I think it was around 60 on average. 60 to 70 max last year. They're getting triple figures. Well, you're in say. luck.
0: Hawthorne have conceded 67 points per game from turnover, ranked 17th in the AFL. So there you go, skater. Fremantle. Uh, yep, yeah, you've picked Fremantle. That's okay. Um, Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, Shelter Footycast. Excuse me. Carlton v Brisbane, Friday night. Big game. Big game. Match of the round, isn't it? Yeah, it's at Marvel, not at the Gabba. Yeah, I didn't think it was there. No, no. I'm just saying for
1: anyone playing along at home, just yeah. telling them where the game is. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 yeah. And the, <laughs> the numbers are pretty good for Brisbane, actually, in all honesty, because I think they've won six of their past seven. I know who, Carlton or Brisbane? No, but Carlton has lost six of its last seven against Brisbane, including right. uh, the last three by 23 points as an average. So they've got their measure on that front. I, I just uh, – tell me if I'm wrong. Brisbane, they've beaten, uh, obviously, uh, the Dockers. They've got hold of the Giants in a, in a relatively tight game. North Melbourne, they punched up. Um, they've beaten, say, soft kills, but they've won four yes. in a row, I think. How hard is it to win five, six,
0: seven in a row in the AFL? Well, hu- hu- hugely hard. And it's, it's it's a little bit to do with... It's just difficult to keep that streak going. Mm. But uh, it's, it's a little bit to do with, okay, coming up against a side that's won you know, four on the trot, you know they're in good form, you, you know, your side lifts a little bit, and you know adverse to coming up against a Northbound or Hawthorne that lose four on the trot, you kind of, you know, oh, yeah, we should just be able to get this done mm. kind of thing. So... Look, if, if this is at the Gabba, it's a no-brainer no for me. Exactly. I think, like, you know, Carlton don't stand a chance, so it evens it up away because we've seen what Brisbane's done away from home. They haven't been good. Particularly Marvel,
1: just uh, this year and in Victoria, look, they, they played okay in, in Adla- South Australia and, yeah, they, they have shown enough but against lesser sides. I, I just think Carlton, I'll give the, I give. I think Carlton can win this game off the back of what I saw last
0: Who's week. Who's the best Charlie in this game, Kurnow or Cameron? That's going to be great to watch. He uh, uh, is. I mean, Kerni only because of what I saw with yeah. my own eyes last but you, week. You're a big Charlie Cat. Yeah, I love him. favorite. No, yeah. he's not your favorite. No,
1: he's yeah, I love. I love. Love um, Shea Bolton. Yes, when he's up and running. Yes. But Charlie Cameron. I mean, he's just a. You know, he's restricted last week. I think two goals he kicked. Mm. Um, and we saw Charlie Kerni. Look, if he can get rolling again, I think Acres was terrific. Crips, their midfield can really. I think that's where they can can at least neutralise. My tip will be
0: Harry Mackay has a very big day today. Uh, on Friday night. Yeah. Um, as a backline group, you see someone kick nine goals three the week before and you're not leaving him alone, are you? Right? So I think Harry Mackay gets off the chain a little bit. They'll put some attention into Charlie Curnow. I think people think that Harry McKay's an easier player to stop. Um, a little bit less athletic than Charlie Curnow. He sort of moves a little bit more straight up and down, whereas Charlie's a little bit more left and right. But Harry Mackay's a gun. I remember playing on him, mate. He, but, like, but as an 18-year-old, he, he towed me But
1: do you actually, like, um, when each has the footy shooting for goal, as a defender, you're thinking, well, at least with Harry, this it, could go anywhere. Better stand
0: the mark here. Because, <laughs> because, yeah, you do. But he's also won a Coleman medal. So oh, no, no, he's a talent. He's just lost a bit of confidence in front of goal. And the problem with good forwards like that, out of confidence, they're one game away from kicking a big bag because they're guns. Like, he, like he's, you know... He, he knows how to kick goals. He's just stuffing around in his own head. If he gets that right and gets his five, six shots on goal, he could easily kick five, six goals in a row.
1: But, again, it's one of those ones – I don't know if I'm sure they've got a goal-kicking coach down there or someone who – because he, his and Charlie's goal-kicking efficiency this year yes. could be the difference between a top
0: four finish, a top but, eight finish. But it's mental, mate. Like, you saw how beautiful Charlie's kicking the goals on the weekend like against West yeah. Coast. So it's, it's not like they don't know how to kick goals. It's just all mental. Like it's complete mental strength and mental ability and can you, you know, right yourself? Can you get yourself in the right headspace? It's the same for everyone across the league. So look, as much as I you know, say Harry Mackay's in a bit of a rut, he's a gun. So he'll have a big day for mine. Um Zorko and Rich are both out. Yes, big and we'll hamstring and I uh, think Rich has missed another game, so Zorko Zorko's sort of starting to get those soft tissues which is worrying for them. Um who have you got in this one? I've tipped Carlton. Um
1: Again, at the Gabba, it's a lay down mazair, yeah. but here it's. A, I think the Blue Baggers might be able to just do enough. It's put it this way: there's more question marks being put at Carlton
0: to see how they go against a quality side after last week's
1: soft kill than there yes. is against Brisbane.
0: Okay, very good. I'm also picking Carlton. Um, sorry, I'm picking Brisbane. Sorry. I'm picking Brisbane. Okay, I'm picking Brisbane. It's not a roughie though. I don't think that's that. No, bad. no. I think they're. they're... Who's favourite? Uh, Carl's favourites. One eighty-five to one ninety-five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. Geelong v Adelaide at home to Geelong. Uh, midday game over here on Saturday. Going to be a good game. Uh, you know, um, Geelong. I feel still aren't back. I know they've beaten. So I know they smash sides, but at home, um, look, they're they're such a hard team to move. So Adelaide have some tools to beat them. I don't think they will though. They
1: should have won against Collingwood. Clearly, their goal kicking, lack of it. We've just spoken about it, but they they butchered their chances. Yeah, in the right. first half. So, I mean, they're up and about, aren't they? They're playing some good footy. They're they're the big they're the big
0: movers this year, aren't they? Let's yeah. be honest. They're the, the the team that I think deserves. There's most always credit. one, and no one really gets them. There's always one every year that they come you know not come from the clouds but no one really expects that and there's probably been more this year you know you know adelaide uh essen and st kilda probably the three yeah. but adelaide I think adelaide can sustain what they're doing I'm not sure
1: about st kilda so much or Essendon, I'm just waiting to to see yeah i'd still- have him in that order as well adelaide st, yeah. st. kilda essen yeah so adelaide's been terrific but a bit like the gab when's the last time you've tipped against geelong <laughs> You wouldn't At do the Cattery. You just you can't do it. Do it. it. They're Off the form, back of a 100-point winning. Their form is City. scary as well. They're, yes. they're in, and they knocked over Eston, got the job done early. Yeah. They shopped early, got themselves in a winning position. So, um, now they're they're playing such good footy that, uh, you know, almost unrecognisable from
0: um, that loss to, say, the, the, the Gold Coast Suns. A couple of stats for you. Geelong have won their last 12 matches against Adelaide at KP, Cadenia Park. The last time Adelaide won there was, what year? Was it in a premiership year for them? <laughs> like 90s. Like 97, 98. Well, I'm trying to think. I do that's 12. It, was, so it must was, have been it was, it was 2003. 2003. Yeah, okay. So that's a fair way between drinks. That's 20 that's years. 20 years. Uh, since round four, the Crows have won the contested possession count by 13 per game, ranked first in the AFL. So they're going to have to take it up to Geelong around the footy. Dangerfield's in very good form. Um, Adelaide have to get to get it done. Guys like Laird, who's sort of turned himself into more of an inside midfielder, Dawson sort of play. You know, he flips between predominantly half back and some midfield, and then some games he go predominantly midfield and some half back. He'll be predominantly midfield in this game. Um, I think they've got the skills to take it up to Geelong, but the stats just—I think it's hard to pick against Geelong.
1: And talk about the, the mental hold that teams have. Uh, walking on on onto onto Park, as we'll call it, Geelong. Are a five goal better side. The Crows are a five goal better side when they're at the Adelaide Oval. Likewise, likewise um, Brisbane. So on that basis, I think they can be competitive. Um, A bit of rain around. I think forecast for Geelong Saturday. Cats, you just can't tip against them. But uh, Adelaide, I'm, I'm really intrigued
0: to see how they go against a team that's starting to flex its muscles. Josh Rochelle, is becoming one of my favourite mm. players to watch in the AFL. He spends time on ball, he's a gun, he goes forward, he kicks goals. He, he's kicked goals almost every game But this they've year. got those, those players. I mean, you're right. Rochelle, I've been impressed with Saligo.
1: Uh, Jones, we mentioned Young yep. Tasmanian. Peddler.
0: I don't know if you've watched him at yes. all. Peddler's a gun, mate. We saw him here, and I just the eye test, I was like... He's a good player, and he's had a really good year. Yeah, they've got a lot, and Rory O'Brien in the ruck, they, they've got a Riley, lot of pieces. So right, right, Rory
1: O'Brien's play for Peel. Um, yeah, Riley <laughs> O'Brien, and down back. I mean, Butts, um Hinge, Murray. Do they? I mean, they are just. Uh, they're just
0: low-key. Well done, Crows. Picking Geelong. Uh, Gold Coast <laughs> play Melbourne. Uh, again, I'm assuming this is on the Gold Coast Heritage Bank Stadium. Yeah, on is. your Heritage Bank. Shout out to all the users of that bank around the country. Uh, Gold Coast. <laughs> oh, have you ever heard of Heritage Bank, mate? <laughs> What's Heritage Bank servicing? where are they lying to? Seriously. They're sponsoring the Gold Coast Stadium. I mean, seriously. Um, anyway, uh, Gold Coast played Melbourne, 2.30 Saturday. You're going to have to keep things moving, Skater. because yes. there's headlands coming in here. And, and you're knocking on the door very yeah, shortly. Absolutely. Um, uh, who wins this? I mean, th- this isn't your roughy of the week, sure. he's isn't my
1: roughy of the week, uh, but I think... Look, I'm hope the Gold Coast take it up to Melbourne. I mean, Melbourne, you've you've put the seed of doubt in my mind about them over the past couple of months. Don't listen to me <laughs> about their pressure action. Oh, you know the you know, up the yeah, up, up the, the chimney. chimney. <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, can you keep looking up well, the chimney? They were. They were. <laughs> they were. They'll they they
0: they poop themselves against West Coast at stage. Early start, but they they we won ten, $10. $10. goals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, they win this, Melbourne. Um, Witch's 150th game, the captains. Really good. And he's he's so important to them. Without yep. him, I mean, they're just a, a lesser side. Yep. So, um, Tuke Miller, can they do it again, play again without him and, and get success? Richmond, I don't think, is the great barometer. Melbourne up there. Uh, won't be won't be comprehensive, I don't think. I think
0: Geelong uh, – sorry, Gold Coast will challenge them, but uh, Melbourne to to get the victory. Fiorini is an interesting one to watch for Gold Coast. He stepped into the void left by Tuke Miller. I spoke about this last week. He's someone that – Look, you can look at him like from a West Coast point of view, like a Connor West or a Jai Cully where he's gotta play a lot of half forward without having that number one mid-spot you know, taken by Toot Miller. He comes into the side last week and he has a stack of it, and he's a proper midfielder. So keep your eye on him if you're playing Super Coach or Dream Team and if you like your footy. And big boy
1: King up forward, uh, kicking yep. uh, four last weekend. Um, they're not without a – look, I'm just going to say they're yeah. not without a chance. No, I, I agree with you. I think uh, the MCG, line – MCG, they're without a chance. Yeah. Up at home. The line's 16, which means that the, the, the smart people think they can go pretty – well against Melbourne. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that that's the other interest. King plays well. Hopefully he's the player that they re-sign and yes and try and lock away to say to the rest Build of the, the group. Come, come with me for this ride.
0: I agree, mate. Um, we're both picking Melbourne. Yep. GWS Western Bulldogs. Don't you put your fingers up like that? It's my like Bottle Mark. The Bottle Mart Ruffy of the Week. Skeeters Bottle Mark Ruffy of the Week. Make sure you pop in a bottle mark, they'll sort your shelters out for the weekend. Uh Who's the ruffie? Well, the Giants are the ruffies. Right, they're, okay. They're the mob's favourite, and why? How much? they
1: dollar fifty. Now the mobs two fifty. Oh, gee, I just I don't What's know. What's wrong with that? That's an oh. it's, it, it is a ruffie. Well, that's a, yeah, okay. How rough do you want it? Well, like North a, Melbourne. You, who are they playing?
0: You're kind of in the first cut of the the fairway at the moment. I like you writing in the big stuff in the in the knee high grass. To be really honest, who, who's your ruffie by the way? Hawthorn to beat Frio. Yeah, that's well, a ruffie. Is it like a $4 Maybe
1: No but I think It's a good roughie M- Mine's just a more Conservative ruffie. Yeah, that one correct. that's a sort of
0: bloke Correct Eloquent Conservative Mark Reddings everybody <laughs> uh, GWS At home So we like that Western Bulldogs Yeah sorry At home can't Well It's their home Away from home then Is that right
1: Yeah basically it. It's their second home
0: Um Bulldogs, I've really liked them over the past month or so. They look like they've got their mojo a little bit. The way the you know the game style took them a few weeks to get into it. You know, they get, really, the game against Frio a few weeks back was a was a real uptick for them. You know, being able to beat the Dockers here at home, playing that you know dominant midfield style that we know them for, and when they start to dominate in the midfield, their for, forward line fires. Like I still think their forward line's one of the most dangerous in the league if given supply. But if you don't get the battle done in the midfield, then you can have the best forward line in the world and it doesn't matter. So uh, and and also protects probably their weakness, which is their back line, Western Bulldogs. They've put JJ, um Jason Johannesson, behind the ball properly, and he's starting to really show some great form. I know people talk about his Norm Smith year in twenty sixteen, which was a long time ago, but he starts to look like that player when he has the confidence. Like he's a gun, clearly. To be best on ground and grand final, you've got to be a very good player. I have liked what I've seen from him. I'm yeah. trying
1: to think I remember oh, no. I read this no I, I read I'd this somewhere about up. Jason Johannesson's partner in the room speaking to B T about, you know, playing grip rate footy. I think she might have mentioned that, you know that he's playing in a position he should be like that's where right. he want to
0: Norm Smith, like in defense. I thought they might have been talking about the preparation before games. No, 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 okay. no.
1: it's more no, it's more about essentially um, she's saying, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. he's at least been played where he should be played. Classic. And, <laughs> that's, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like, a bit like Candace Warner coming out. Yeah, and good, say, on, saying, good on yeah. him. No, Why well, would like you drop that. my husband? Yeah,
0: well, good on him. I love that. Um, who have you got in this one? So you got the GWS. i got, I got the Giants. Oh, look, okay.
1: Cornelio's back, you know, without the he's playing great footy, Toby Green. Hero uh, Cal- from last Callan week. Callan
0: Ward returns from suspension.
1: The pressure g- valve at 182, the highest in the league. Now, do you know the what the press- pressure valve? Fa- pressure rating. It's called the pressure rating. Tell Scully. me about this. Yeah, I
0: don't know much more except for the fact <laughs> it's a pressure rating of 182. That means they are putting a lot of heat on. Yes, and you're going to have to do that against the Western Bulldogs side. Um, going for the Giants as my upset in Canberra. Libertorai is back. My favourite play in the league. Western Bulldogs win this, and maybe a debut West Australian boy, Jed Buslinger, the best name in the business. Yeah, I
1: uh, had the pleasure of commentating some of his footy in Colts. Uh, and, geez, he's a,
0: he's a tall... I think he plays I've, seen, I've seen him play too. Oh, he you do, have, does, yeah. the, does the Tom Brass type, I think it reminds yeah, me a bit yeah. of him. Defender, Can intercept. defend one-on-one, but good interceptor, good strong mark, goes for his marks. I'd like to see him play. They're, they are quite tall, the Bulldogs, though, so... You're right. They'd have to have... Some and the question guy. mark,
1: look, in all honesty, uh, with the Giants, is Sam Taylor, who missed last week. Yes. I don't know if he's going to be available this week, but given the height that the Bulldogs possess... he's Put it this way, and it's interesting, just very briefly, the the three... Champion data put out three names for defenders, key defenders. One-on-ones. One-on-ones, I think it might have been. They had Tommy Brassett, number two, which I thought... And this year, I think probably... A little fortunate.
0: Darcy Moore at three, Sam Taylor at one. But I mean, da- I mean, champion data is just stats, so you can't be fortunate. It's just facts, isn't it? No,
1: but yeah, well, rankings. So yeah, in that sense, I suppose rankings. But in terms yeah. of defender-wise, well, Sam Taylor. My my point is, Sam Taylor really important. I saw that he'd lost the
0: he lost lost the least, which means he halves or wins pretty much every contest he's ever in. One. So of I would have thought Callum Wilkie would have been in that in that top three or four anyway. But, but they play play well as a. As a team defense as mm. well, St Kilda. So um, that's good to see. So we've gone different, different on that. Yep. Port Adelaide v Essendon Sunday, Adelaide Oval. Are you convinced about the power yet? Because you haven't been all. Night no, I'm yet. not. But I'm going to pick him at home. Um, are you convinced? You certainly are.
1: I was. Like, uh, yeah, I think they're, they're showing, I think they're playing for Ken. That's that's an important. Really. Factor. Okay. No, you know, no. I think they 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 really they look pretty united to me. Um, as I said, what, what we've seen again, that win against the Saints, we recapped last week. They won it beating St Kilda at what they're good at and that was a real combative style I I thought it was a really big
0: win over so Port wins this I'm picking Port over there Jonas comes back Todd Marshall comes back there are a couple of big inclusions for them Marshall with Dixon in that forward line it makes it really potent if you leave one out you know, it means sort of, you, you know, you're guaranteed the best defender to go to, you know, whoever's left from them. So some small forwards. junior starting to yep. get a bit of the footy. Yeah, mate, he, look, I've spoken about him as a teammate. He has the potential to be a, you know, one of the best small forwards in the game at his peak with fitness. So it looks like he's starting to get fit. That that usually is a pretty strong correlation between form and players is yep. the fitness element. And just... just Having the time to do what he la- did last week, I know that's natural talent to-, to balk and to have the composure. But if you're tired and you're know you you're struggling to get your breath and then when you get your footy you can be fatigued, it's difficult to do that. He looks fit to me. And uh, you know, I said this at the start of the year, it's a great pick up by Port Adelaide. Jason Horn francis as well, who's always talked about, it, had a great game. I pick Port Adelaide too.
1: Yep, Dan Houston off uh, another big performance. He sort of goes under the radar a little He's bit. Gun, He's a super player, Port for me. And they- they're going to start to be spoken about
0: yep. with more confidence top they, four they win they win this one I mean it's a decently important game against Essendon who have been challenging for that top eight stuff they win this again I'll I'll say I'm I'll, I'll Reconsider. come around to, well I'll come around say maybe they are back so if they lose I'm off them just like Fremantle Collingwood v Sydney I think the one <laughs> up the top was one of the better games but this is a, I can't remember what, which game was. we said was the re, game of the round oh, I mean, so it's night, Carlton Brisbane, at
1: least Collingwood Sydney's I know, not I know, bad
0: I know, I know Sydney's out of form but this is still two big sides from Sydney and, and Melbourne I think this is a big game at the MCG yeah
1: I've got to say Sydney's last two back?
0: performances at the MCG have been putrid are they getting anyone back I don't think they are the is, is, is one of them the grand final
1: yeah well grand final right. and against Melbourne this year That's right. I'm not saying it's a you know you burn them for forever given what well, they've done recently but that, the confidence levels then playing at the MCG at the moment are not high against a Collingwood side that Look for, for three quarters last week. You know, various stages they went, but they were they were dominated, but found a way. So, yes. so on that as, part, as
0: they do, as they do, and I'm not sure how they do it in the last quarter. Obviously, Adelaide left the door open. 16 of Collingwood's last 22 games have been decided by 15 points or less. they the, the 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 specialists for you know one to 39, aren't they? The most in a 22 game stretch. Ever yeah. in the AFL. Never, never has a 22-game stretch been decided by that amount of points in the history You could see AFL. that in the
1: last quarter last week. They believed Adelaide, the little man at the back of the head, saying, well, can we?
0: And of those 16, they won 14 of them. So it's not like they're losing them either. They've lost two of them. So it's just ridiculous. And they know it now. They're just so much ultimate confidence. Wherever they are, they can still win the game. Last game, I remember them getting beaten, like, you know, in a trailing at three-quarter time was the premium final last year against Sydney, and that was only by a couple of points. I will say... I got a lot wrong pre-season. Fremantle to be top 4, top 2 I think. West Coast to make the 8. GWS to be wooden spooners. Sydney to drop down and maybe miss finals. I said no, Sydney to miss finals. I did say that. Yep. And they're you know they keep playing like they're playing right now. I know it's injury related, I know it's personnel. Still is what it is. They're, they're really challenging to make finals at the moment.
1: Yeah, they're struggling. Let's be honest. I mean, they, they led by four goals against the Giants. They couldn't finish them off. They've got injury. They're, they're
0: right. Who was it? Callum Mills. Yes. Um, playing on Tom Hawkins. Tom Hawkins the week before. I couldn't even play on Tom Hawkins, and I'm about double. And even,
1: even some of the, the decision-making of John of Horse against the Giants, he was questioned about where he was playing. He's out of options, and, and to a lesser extent, that's looking at what... Adam Simpson or, or Damien Harwick's going through at the moment. So, yeah, MCG, Collingwood for me, That speaking of pre-season, people saying, oh, they can't get lucky two years in a row. Well, I, I thought with Hill coming in, Mick who's injured at the moment, and um, I just thought that they had the ability to continue playing well, and, and they've grown. So, yeah, Collingwood uh, quite confidently to, to win the game, but not confidently by a big margin because they just don't,
0: don't do that to teams. Five-minute clock on this episode, Skeeter. North Melbourne v St Kilda. Uh, St Kilda win top 4v yeah. yeah It's a, yeah, St Kilda win this it's top 4v bottom 4 Melbourne are stinking it up right now saying it's a good
1: yeah and I don't think St Kilda are going to let North kick 10 goals which means that uh, or 8 goals even that they'll they'll strangle them and, and Ross will get them back they were pretty good last week let's be honest they were beaten by a kick and a half bit off I thought but no I think North Melbourne Clarko's uh, magic wands suddenly
0: lacking any dust St Kilda are starting to get numbers back um, as king for St Kilda who is Max? A couple of weeks ben, away still. Ben, ben plays for Gold Coast. Max plays for St Kilda. A few weeks away. Yeah. So when they get him back, they've got Jones, uh, brother Zach of Nathan. Jones. Yes, Zach Jones. Remember he's just coming, coming back in the line. I think not Steel's getting some... Billings is available this week.
1: Yeah, they'll start getting some quality back. Interesting, isn't it? Because you, you wonder how that affects Ross's style and, and how they go about their footy because it's been so
0: effective really so yes. up until round 7 uh, that's us done and us we're we both picking St Kilda? absolutely very good Mark Reddings Will Schofield uh, I've got a couple of emails for you Skeeter they came in across the week I'm just having a little look at them right now this is a decently long one and I won't be able to get through it uh, I can't get through the length of that uh, email for you, mate. What, what about does it this say? one? Okay. Oh, it's it's a long one. I'm going to have to bring that in next week. Uh, this one is from Joe. Hello, gents. With Tasmania tentatively entering the comp in 2026, so that would 28 be, actually is going to be well, but tentatively would be. Oh, you mean in terms of affecting yeah, the drafts, etc. Et have either of you given any thought? I don't need to read the rest of this. Probably not is the answer <laughs> to how this could affect West Coast and other clubs' ability to rebuild through the draft, the laundering of talent by. G, uh, Gold Coast and GWS through the early 2010s set some of the struggling clubs years back. Are uh, either of you worried if West Coast don't sell the farm soon, all the quality talent will be unavailable at a the time they get deep into turning the older players over and drafting new cattle? We did touch on this a little bit at, at the start, start of the show. So we did, but we... does it mean they have to sell the farm right now, as Joe's suggesting? Well, not sell the farm. I think it'll be really prudent and and... and not saying it's a good time
1: to be down the bottom but you now is the time for the eagles you said even sacrifice a couple of seasons of of being competitive to some degree to to get the the harley reeds or get those local products that are coming through so yeah i think it's a really important time because if they do get it wrong you're looking at a sustained period without getting access to to the top talent and i know 2028 and 2026 seems a long way off but it gets here quickly and um, for both clubs, WA and you know even Richmond uh, clubs that have been up for a while that are now starting to feel the heat or feel the pinch, absolutely. This is this is um, you know the, the red flags
0: are up about what they have to do in the next two years. Yeah, I agree. Look, I, I sell the farms, not the one for me. I know no. everyone's disappointed with how they're playing, but getting rid of McGovern, chewie Hearn, Nannanui, I mean, what does that, what does that do? Is well, this I think natural Sp- Trisha
1: will will see a couple of those go at the end of the year. That's my gut feeling.
0: Yeah. You don't think so? Well, maybe, but you know, I don't think just selling the farm and culling the senior players at West we won't, Coast is going to solve anything the issue. To we won't solve the issue with no. regards
1: to getting a talent in, will no. it? No. Correct. Um,
0: that's us, skater. It's nine o'clock. What, what does your watch say? Because I'm just looking at your watch. Is that? I have a wind watch, and I it, it only works when I wear it. Right? It's a it's a tag. I just want to throw that out there. Oh, you um, so. But. <laughs> But I, but I, but I need to wind it every morning. And do I do I do I do that? No. So am I wearing a watch that never tells the time? Yes. i have got an Apple Watch. I you know. Do... And what do you think? What, what do what, you know? I... What you reckon I know how to use it? Correct. I see you look at it weekly, and it's like you're trying to figure out what's actually going on on your wrist. I feel I'm like at uh, Kennedy Space Center or in Houston.
1: You know the uh, Cape Canaveral. <laughs> what what? you've got launching rockets off that, are you? Well, I'm not a
0: rocket scientist, but no. I feel like I'm uh, just. Mastering that. technology. I am neither one of those either. <laughs> well done, Skeeter. Uh, have a good weekend, mate. I know you'll be calling lots of footy. Follow us on social, Shelter Footycast. Footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au. Watch us on YouTube. This is a podcast, Shelter Footycast. Might be a few years from Scully this weekend, I reckon. See you later.